0: a woohooer, a hand clap a high-fiver. I kind of like the high-five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At ChumbaCasino.com choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com No purchase necessary. VGW Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18+.
1: When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000 mile limited warranty. You stop for- Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome
3: to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast.
1: Welcome, everybody, to
4: the Clay and Buck Show here. Thanks so much for being with us on this Friday. we got a lot to discuss. Just to give you a sense of where we're going, uh, we have Dr. Marty McCary in just about 20 minutes or so. Uh, So bottom of this hour, radio speak on natural immunity. Turns out not only is it a thing, but it's a really powerful thing. And it was suppressed by the Fauci apparatus because it would have interfered with the Libs preferred narrative of comply, comply, peasant. What if I have natural immunity? Silence your natural immunity. We'll talk to Dr. McCarry about that one. Plus, Senator Ron Johnson in the second hour of the show today from Wisconsin, of course, and our buddy in the third hour, Will Kane from Fox News. There is allegedly a sporting event of some kind that is occurring <laughs> this weekend. Clay has details on this one, and Clay and Will will discuss, and I will ask them some questions like, what is this thing that is going on? But first, we've got... Two big threads, two big things going on simultaneously, and we're going to spend some real time on them today. Uh, One, of course, is the trucker convoy. The authorities are are losing uh, losing their minds over this one. They've already lost patience, but they're realizing that they have no good answer to this. Um, And I saw one of the more absurd blue check libs out there in national security analysis world from CNN said, Slash the tires, remove the trucks and arrest them all. I was like, oh, good luck with the slash tires. then removing all the trucks. That might take some time. Um, But nonetheless, we'll get into the Canadian convoy. And is this going to break the Trudeau tyranny? Because that's really what's at stake. But first, you may have seen uh, the mask mandates are being dropped in a number of states. The Biden regime has weighed in on this one. And Clay and I just want to make some sense of what's really going on here. You know it's politics, it's not science. You know that. That's that's clear already. Where does good old Joe Biden think that he sees the politics right now? What is his view, his version of all of this? Um he says essentially that he thinks they're moving to uh let's let's see play clip 23. We've got
5: Omicron and the variants, all the variants have had a profound impact on the psyche of the American people. I mean, they have they've had a profound impact. For example, think of all the kids who didn't get to go to a prom, all the graduations that didn't occur, all the things that I mean, it's had a real psychological impact.
6: Are you afraid, though, that some states and cities are moving too quickly to loosen indoor mask mandates?
5: I committed that I would follow the science, the science as put forward by the CDC and the and the and the federal people, and uh, I think it's probably premature, but it's you know it's it's a tough call. Clay,
4: the the missing of proms and weddings and funerals and all now they want to talk about how they, they made us do all this stuff for the last year that was totally unnecessary. You could argue it was unnecessary from the very beginning. For what?
3: Uh, I love this too because it. Uh, first of all, Joe Biden is not leading. So when you're asked, "Is it too soon?" What should be going on? And you don't really give an answer. I. We were talking off air, Buck, before we started the show. How many blue states left have not begun to lift restrictions? I mean, just in recent vintage history. Right this week, we got New York. We got uh, California. We've got. Uh, Massachusetts, Delaware, Nevada. I mean, all these states that were won by Democrats in 2020 are effectively ending their restrictions. And this morning when I woke up, there was a headline from the New York Times, and it said, follow the science question mark. This is the New York Times opening paragraph. The CDC describes medium rare hamburgers as undercooked and dangerous. The agency directs Americans to avoid raw cookie dough and not to eat more than a teaspoon or so of salt every day. And the CDC tells sexually active women of childbearing age not to drink alcohol unless they are on birth control. The point is, follow the science is something that almost no one does on every issue, right? And really what the CDC should have been, given some uh, some deference to is balancing risk reward and we can be upset at the experts and I am really upset at the experts the Fauci's of the world the Lena wins and experts is in quotation mark here the Rochelle wolinskis all those people buck but to me I'm angrier at politicians because when you really boil it down what you are voting for is a politician's judgment And you can't just, as Joe Biden tried to do there as well, you can't just avoid making decisions as a leader by saying you're going to defer and follow the science because the science, as you and I both know, has been messy throughout, and that completely obviates the need of you because we vote for politicians. We don't vote for Dr. Fauci, unfortunately. I'd love to see him removed from office. We don't vote for the CDC director. These are people that are enabled and empowered by politicians, which is why we have to hold them all accountable and have a destructive midterms for Democrats in terms of actually making there be some consequences for their abject failures
4: here. The New York Times coming out now, among many other outlets, Clay, making arguments that we have been making. Yes. Going on now two years, certainly a year, year and a half, depending on the specific argument we're talking about. And what everyone is seeing right now is the realization. And I do think it is sweeping across the country that somehow the bureaucrats who want to literally tell you what temperature to order your cheeseburger have been able to shut down your church, mask up your kids shut down your business, make you get one shot, two shot, three shot, maybe four shots. The people who tell you oysters can kill you, technically true, but so can drinking too much water too fast, by the way. And you can look that one up. Those are the people who have been in charge of every aspect of our society under the promise that they were going to flatten the curve. Which they failed to do. Stop the spread, which they failed to do. Save large amounts of human life. They also failed to do. So what what exactly have we gone through? Are you sitting here saying what what was the trade off, Clay? I mean Fauci is gonna be walking around guaranteed the next six to twelve months, particularly next uh yeah, the next six to nine months before the midterms. They're going to start talking about awards for him. You're going to see Fauci walking around with more medals than the generalissimo on his chest (laughs) because they have to pump this guy up because he became their, uh, you know, he became their front for all of these actions.
3: Yeah, and you're right. And we talked about this yesterday. It's starting even earlier than I thought it would. But the clear goal here, don't mistake what's going on. This is a definite narrative pivot in favor of arguing, we declare victory, we won. And they're going to pretend that they actually have managed to uh, to succeed against COVID. You're going to try to see Joe Biden take a victory lap. I mean, he tried to take a victory lap, Buck, last year. Remember July 4th? Uh, when he tried to declare independence from COVID and then you had the Delta variant, and then you had Omicron. So who knows? There may be another variant coming down the pike that could create a major issue for everyone. But as we'll talk to Dr. Marty McCary about at this point, almost everyone has either had COVID, is vaccinated or uh, in some way has some form of immunity against it. And so. That's, I think, probably the lasting benefit of Omicron is it effectively ended any argument that we were going to do away with COVID. Now, I didn't see this happening so quickly where every Democratic state collusion, it feels like, uh, all of these Democratic governors who had been locking down their states, Connecticut, Illinois, New York, California, you name it, all of a sudden they came out this week and effectively started to end all of their mandates, even though, as you pointed out yesterday, Buck, we're over two times as many cases of COVID today as we had last year at this time. And also, there are more deaths on a daily basis right now than last year at this time.
4: Isn't it amazing how many times you've heard, even just over the last six months, we know, we know they said how to stop this virus. No, they don't, actually. This is, and we've really no miss from the beginning. The history of stopping aerosolized viruses in human beings. It is not one of state success. That's not, a, the virus does what it does. It spreads. People try to deal with it. Their immune systems hopefully can fight it. They promised us if we, if we listened that they would avoid this whole winter that we went through. And that, I think that's part of why Clay people are just saying, hold on a second. Look at what just happened. Look at what we went through this year alone under Biden. More deaths under Biden than under Trump. How is that possible? Given the vaccine. Way more.
3: And uh, no end in sight. And remember how out of touch Joe Biden has been regarding COVID. Buck, when he took office, he said if everybody would just wear a mask for 100 days, COVID would go away. And people just pretend that that never happened, right? They never bring up these arguments. Remember, he said in July, as recently as July last year, hey, if you get the shot, if you get the COVID vaccine, you won't get it and you won't spread it, even long after it was clear that that was still occurring. He's continued to try to argue this is a pandemic of the unvaccinated when the data doesn't support that in any way. And I think all the moms have finally had it. I, I think this argument that the kids are not being impacted, we finally have won, and you've got the mom revolution, which I think is going to sweep through the country and destroy Democrats in the midterms.
4: Yeah, I mean the, the closest thing, I think this should be said, The closest thing that we have had to the freedom convoy in America is the mom revolution at school board meetings and at schools in general. And we mean dads, too, obviously, but the parental, but I would say, but the parental revolution
3: moms are driving. I mean, I went as a dad to speak, but the ones that by and large have really gone viral. I think moms connect with everybody in a way that dads might not uh, with the righteous indignation. Does that make sense? Like when you watch a dad and he's angry. I don't think it connects in the same way that an angry mom does, if that makes any sense. I
4: mean, yeah, I totally think that the the optics of this also with the the Biden regime, just it's one thing when they tell you and me, shut up, peasant, wear your mask. It's another thing when a mom who has a child who perhaps has some developmental delays or is having trouble in school is saying this is hurting my kid and surly bureaucrats who have been paid to sit at home for months and months on end during the pandemic because they're so scared. Tell the mom to shut up. That's a different that's a different thing, right? That that hits differently, I think, for a lot of people. We actually have some uplifting, you know, because, look, there are good things that are happening here, too. We don't want to skip over that at all. We just want to make sure that we keep pushing and pushing hard and that there's accountability. Right. We don't want to we don't want to get lax at this point against the apparatus. But, Clay, you've got this. The kids, when they hear you've got to hear that the kids who are told in Nevada that they could take their masks off. Finally, Clay's going to bring us back into that in a second. One of the most innovative services I've witnessed in my on-air radio career comes from the Oxford Gold Group. They've made it so you can have real gold and silver delivered to your door. It's gold or silver you've purchased, and now you can easily take delivery. The same kind of thing can happen with your IRA or 401K, real gold and silver in your retirement accounts. Now, why should you own real gold and silver? Well, gold and silver traditionally hold their value, especially when markets decline or fail. The Oxford Gold Group, the industry leader in precious metals, Offering gold and silver at the lowest prices on the market. The Oxford Gold Group will beat any competitor's price on gold, silver, platinum, and palladium. Get gold you can hold or get real gold in your IRA or 401k today. Call the Oxford Gold Group today. Request your free precious metals investment guide by dialing pound 250 on your cell and speaking the words gold IRA. You'll receive your precious metals investment guide directly to your phone and get all your questions answered with one call to Oxford Gold. Simply dial pound 250, say the keywords, gold IRA.
1: With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
6: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom?
5: Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky
4: in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free
3: at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited
1: by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
6: Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that?
2: Skip, who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka.
6: And I'm Skip Bronson.
3: I've got a gift. Got a gift for everybody. You bet $5, you can win $280. That's a 56 to 1 payout. Even Buck can do it. Go to fanduel.com/claybuck. Maybe your Valentine get her to take the other side and you're guaranteed $280. You can take the Bengals, your Valentine can take the Rams, whoever you are out there in the country and you are guaranteed a 56 to 1 payout. A $5 bet turns into 280. Just pick a winner. I know everybody out there goes to the Super Bowl parties and gets wagers and everything else. We have even got some fun prop bets uh, that I believe we're going to hit at the end of the show here. FanDuel.com slash Clay. But I want to get some positivity into the show. For everybody out there who has argued, oh, the kids don't really mind wearing masks. First of all, that's not true for my own kids. If you ask your kids and you're not trying to make them tell you, oh, I love wearing it. You see all the blue checks out there saying, well, my four-year-old loves the mask, all these things. Well, Las Vegas rescinded its mask mandate. means you can go out into the casinos, restaurants, hotels. They finally ended it. I think it had been in effect since July of last year, if I'm not mistaken, because they flipped the mask mandate on right as I arrived in Las Vegas last year, if I remember correctly. But I want you to listen to this Las Vegas elementary school As the teacher comes out and says, you kids no longer have to wear masks. Listen to the celebration. You can see the video at Clay Travis on Twitter. You can see it at ClayandBuck.com. Listen to this.
0: Starting tomorrow, we don't have to wear masks anymore.
3: better with the visual just for everybody. Yeah, it's still, but joyful children is, I I know there's a lot of you out there smiling right now, but also angry like me, Buck, and like you, because there is so much talk about the right and wrong side of history. I sometimes think we spend almost all of our time uh, on social media on issues talking about right and wrong side of history. Make no mistake, every single person out there, who argued particularly that kids needed to be in masks for the last 2 years is on the wrong side of history they will look like imbeciles in the decades ahead for the choices that they made and what they did
4: to kids and yeah, when you I hear mean, that jen saki was saying yes. 2 months ago oh i don't my kid doesn't mind That's being right. in a mask That's the argument. being in a mask is fine kids don't mind being masked we're human beings Who wants to breathe through a soggy, damp cloth on their face all day? This was the most obvious lie imaginable. But the blue checks and the Democrats and the Fauciites, they all play. They acted like kids like wearing masks. I mean, yeah, if you tell a kid, wear your mask or you're going to die, they'll probably wear it pretty, pretty handily. But it was child abuse. They were abusing children.
3: Amen. And just because kids are willing to do it when they're told by adults, that's if you've forgotten what kids have to do, right? They have to do what adults tell them to do. I just loved hearing that reaction as Las Vegas eliminated masks in schools. Shouldn't be a hard question to answer. How many days a week do you wake up in agonizing pain? Well, this is the solution. It's relief factor. $20 to see if you can stop feeling the way you do. Our friends at Relief Factor have developed a three-week quick start pack. Take Relief Factor three times a day, breakfast, lunch, and dinner for three weeks. You'll know if it works for you or not. Hundreds of thousands of people have already tried, and now you can join them and order the three-week quick start for only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800 for relief 1995 three-week quick start developed specifically for you relieffactor.com. You can also call 800 the number four relief Relief Factor. Feel the difference.
4: Welcome back into the Clay and Buck Show. As promised, we've got Dr. Marty McCarry with us now. He's uh, Johns Hopkins University Medical Center and uh, the author of the price we pay dr McCarry, great to have you back sir great to be with you so you've got some updates for us as i understand on the little something called natural immunity which despite what the cdc has led a lot of people to believe is a real thing
5: that really matters <laughs> well the test of time has caught up with the uh deniers and we did this giant study out of johns hopkins my research team invited people in we tested their blood And what we found is that if you had COVID in the past, 99.3% of those people had circulating antibodies. And those antibodies were present almost two years after infection. So the debate is over. Now it's time to just recognize, are we really following the science or are we following politics? Because I hear about high-level meetings in the government among public health officials, and they're basically political meetings. Should we agree to this or not? And it's like, about
3: follow the data. So, what's going to happen now, Dr. McCary? Are we just going to go like all the people who were saying vaccine mandates, mask mandates, as they're all just disappearing? Are people just going to pretend that that never happened? I, I just don't know <laughs> where, like where we go from here, right? Like, I'm in LA, Buck's in New York City. There are places that are saying, hey, we have to see your vax card. Is it just going to disappear, and then people are going to be like, yeah, well, that as if it never happened? Like In your mind, where does it go from here?
5: Well, people are angry. They're not willing to just say, you know what, you really screwed up society for two years. We're just going to forgive you and move on. People want honesty. They want some accountability. This was the biggest public health intervention in human history. You had a Johns Hopkins study come out two weeks ago evaluating the effect of that giant intervention and basically um the fox and wall street journal were the only places that covered it it's amazing and people were seeing yeah. through it
4: dr mccary um when are we going to be able to get a sense do you think it is possible for us to get a sense of what the actual exposure to the american people of this virus was i mean i remember in the early days there was serology testing being done to get a sense of just antibody levels in the general population, and in New York City alone in June of 2020, if I recall correctly, 20% in June of 2020 of the city had already had, you know, had had COVID at that point in time. Do we have any way, and do you think we'll be able to get a sense as to how many people in this country have actually had COVID at this point? Because it strikes me as a very important part of the data to see whether any of this mitigation stuff, any of the lockdown strategies had really any effect at all
5: yeah well you're you're right it was 20 percent just a couple months into the pandemic of people in new york and then it was one in two americans by the end of the year according to a columbia university study out of after year one so and the people who are unvaccinated most of them have natural immunity you know what people don't realize is almost 90 percent of those truckers in canada are vaccinated the ones that don't, I can almost guarantee you they've got natural immunity. So um, that's the reality. People are, you know, they want to move on. They, they know the, the realities of the data.
4: Well, what, what, do you have any sense of what, what do you think is the percentage of the American people? Does anyone know or can anyone do a study? I mean, do you think 80 percent of the country, 70 percent of the country has been infected? I mean, do we have any any idea?
5: We don't. Um, I think it's 90 to 95 percent have either vaccinated or natural immunity. Remember, when Omicron was ripping through the population, we were documenting half a million to three quarters of a million cases a day. And we're only capturing one in three to one in five cases. So we were adding almost one percent of our population or half of one percent per day in in that uh, group that has natural immunity. There's very few people left. And when you talk about kids and, you know, this rush to get every six-month-year-old vaccinated, remember, they've all been exposed virtually, and it changes the calculus. They won't break down these studies that they put out by those who had the infection in the past. And that's why, if you remember, Denmark had this study. Nobody could explain that the unvaccinated had lower rates of transmission. Well, that's because they had more natural immunity
3: dr mccary what's going to happen in your mind with schools what should happen what will happen obviously we just played a clip of las vegas school teacher announcing the kids don't have to wear masks anymore there has been discussions and some states have already said they're going to mandate it like california that kids have to all get the covid vaccine what do you think will happen what should happen as it pertains to kids and covid shots and masking going forward
5: Well, I think most of the country is just saying we're done. Look, we made tremendous sacrifices. We're not going to be playing these games about if you get vaccinated, then you can stay in school like they did with masks. They see through the phoniness of a lot of this stuff. They know that population immunity is high and they know that healthy kids are virtually um, resilient to this severe illness. So I think people are just going to reject it all, except in the pockets of the country where you've got people like Sonia Sotomayor who truly believed that 100,000 kids were in the hospital, and those politicians are going to try to cater to those people.
4: Speaking of Dr. Marty McCary, author of The Price We Pay and uh, professor at Johns Hopkins University Medical Center. Uh, Dr. McCarry, what, what is your assessment right now? When, when someone says to you, mRNA technology in the fight against COVID, What do you want to say to them? I mean, I just I just kind of wonder here. what What is what is the data really shown us in terms of is it protective against infection from Omicron at all? Is it only protective against hospitalization and death? Do we have a sense as to at what level? You know, that that discussion has also fallen away as a lot of the mask mandates and some of the mania seems to be fading around it.
5: Well, I hope one of the takeaways is people, re- I hope, realize you cannot just believe what pharma is saying. And they can do some amazing things. There's good scientists there and they develop good products. But when the messaging comes out, hey, we have a new variant, um, just take another dose of our vaccine that we g- g- invented for prior variants. And by the way, we're going to create another vaccine specific to Omicron, but just take another dose of what we have now until we come up with another one and then take it. I hope people see through this. I mean, the vaccine trial in kids six months through five years failed. It was a randomized control trial. It failed. There was no difference. And instead of saying, Hey, let's scrap this and move on and try something different. What they did is they told the FDA, please approve this and just trust us we'll get a third dose by the time this is out there. And that will help you. I think people are seeing through this right now. They want to move on. And it's not just this. It was it's all of it. It was the whole group thing, surface transmission, the barbaric hospital visitation policies, school closings. The narrow dosing interval was too short. Cloth masks, ignoring natural immunity, boosting kids, all of it. People are sick of all of it. Dr. McCarrick, what would you tell
3: parents? uh, Because there still are parents who are listening to us that are trying to decide, because there's a lot of pressure being put on them, you know this, to go get their kids vaccinated for COVID. And this is uh may turn into the next battle royale before all is said and done. I've been open. I think my kids have had COVID. I'm not going to get that. I'm not anti-vax, but I'm not getting my young kids the COVID shot. I don't think they need it. I think they've likely had it, given that both myself and my wife have had it. What would you tell the average parent out there about their kids, especially young kids?
5: Well, I would tell them to follow the science because in Pfizer's own vaccine trial in kids 5 through 11, it said that no kid who had COVID in the past got COVID. So regardless if they got the vaccine or not, they were immune. So if they have natural immunity, nobody should be getting a vaccine if they're young and healthy. For kids who have a comorbidity, I do believe in vaccinating those. Those are the high-risk kids, and those are the kids that benefit from the vaccine.
4: Dr. McCary, before we let you go, are are we by the summer going to have to think about a lot of this stuff coming back a lot of these debates coming back in November December or do you think enough of the medical community and just the american people in general have seen this for what it is not everybody but enough that we're not going to have to have these battles again cuz i i worry you know i'm here in new york city that come november right after the elections all of a sudden they're going to say Time to put those masks on, everybody. Just in indoor settings, just for a while. Maybe two masks. Maybe get a booster. We're going to make you get a booster. We're going to fire you. I mean, I, I can see it all happening again. Do you think that's a that's a, a concern we should have?
5: Yes, and I'll tell you, I saw this the school debate coming last spring when the teachers unions were saying we're just going to get to the end of the this year and then we'll be good for the fall, and we believe schools should be open the fall. And I said, well. Wait a minute, they are going to come up with new arguments, and you're going to see a bump in cases in the fall, guaranteed, just like we are with influenza and parainfluenza and rhinovirus and every other virus that circulates year to year. And some media outlet is going to report that we just had a 400% increase in COVID in no, You know, this coming November, and that's going to be a headline, even though the cases went from two to eight per 100,000. And there's high population immunity. So, yes, I think we need to learn our lessons and prepare for a rational argument.
4: Dr. Marty McCary, author of The Price We Pay, Johns Hopkins University Medical Center. Dr. McCary, always illuminating, sir. Thanks for spending some time with us.
3: You've been honestly amazing. Like, I wish guys like instead of Fauci, which you talked about, Buck, like they're going to trot him out as if he's a hero. I wish a lot of the doctors like Dr. McCary, who actually took risk and spoke out on the data, we need to reward them, too.
4: I don't even think the doc's on the line anymore. I mean, I would say I would say I would say no, no, it. I was going to say I would say Medal of Freedom. Like, I I, I love these guys. I think the guys I, they, who amen. took the took the difficult stances that turned out to be right. They need to be celebrated and lionized That's in this bravery country.
3: and courage. No doubt.
4: The Tunnel to Towers Foundation broke ground on its do good village in Land Lakes, Florida. It's the first of its kind, a community just north of Tampa that now features one hundred and ten homes for the foundation's program recipients. So together, families can heal. A special place where families know that their neighbors understand and care. A community where the children of our nation's fallen or catastrophically injured heroes can grow and experience life together. The Foundation's Do Good Village is going to help these families beyond measure. And it's all thanks to an extraordinary donation of many acres of land and your generosity. Help America's greatest heroes and their families heal together. Make the Do Good Village the first of many communities like it. With every mortgage-free home, the foundation makes good on its promise to do good and never forget the sacrifices our heroes have made for our country and our communities. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at t2t.org. That's t the number 2 t.org.
0: That's ChumbaCasino.com.
3: No purchase necessary. Group void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
6: Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that?
2: Skip, who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka.
6: And I'm Skip Bronson.
3: Welcome back, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. We've been spanning the nation all week long. I am in L.A. Buck is in New York. Probably two of the epicenters alongside of Washington, D.C., San Francisco. Unfortunately, we can run through a litany of cities that have lost their minds uh, over the past two years. But there is some uh, uh, craziness just when you think that COVID is wild. We come back at the top of the next hour. There is a stirring in the Democratic force, Buck. Hillary is, I kind of feel like she's going to be the nominee in 24. I kind of feel like she's going to come back in. Biden, hapless, going to be a one-term guy, and he's going to pass the baton. 23, like basically let there there be a battle. But I feel like Hillary's going to get it. I mean, who else would be the nominee if biden isn't running
4: one thing i think we can say with full confidence is that if hillary clinton sees a pathway she will take it (laughs) she is not she has not decided it is time to go drink chardonnay and go for walks in the woods and do yoga and hang out with the grandkids and like you know no 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 she still thinks she should be president there's no question about that and when you look at the democrat bench and the realities of what they're dealing with right now with joe biden how can you say, look, anything is possible right now in politics, right? And look at uh, at, your, at uh, Andrew Cuomo is thinking about going for the attorney general role in New York State, just out of spite, by the way. You want to go from governor to attorney general just because you want to take the current attorney general's job? So could Hillary step in? I mean, I mean, of course she could, right? I mean, of course she could. And then America would be, think about this, everybody. You might have a Trump Hillary rematch in twenty twenty four. I mean, this is almost like, like the writers for WrestleMania are coming up with this. I mean, you know, remember when there was like WrestleMania thirty five? Whatever, <laughs> there are yeah. all these big things.
3: Crazy. I would. I would. I we'll talk about start the next hour. By the way, also whoever the Republican president is, hopefully in twenty twenty four, all of these doctors, Marty McCarr uh, McCary, uh, like so many people out there that were willing to speak out even when so many doctors knew this was wrong but they were afraid of being targeted uh because they had quote unquote in unacceptable opinions in the world of science because the Fauci's of the world bullied them and 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 yelled at them and talked them down these guys who spoke out like marty mccarry they deserve Major commendation, and I'm I'm just using him as an example. Uh, I I you know, but your idea, presidential uh, uh, free medal of freedom, put, like, put him in that, charge that of the CDC. Like
4: put Doctor McCarry in charge under Republican president of the CDC with the mandate to to clean just it up. dismantle the bureaucratic tyranny and make sure that I'm sure Clay. There were voices from within if they didn't think that their careers would be threatened. Look, I worked at the CIA. I know how this stuff goes. You go along with the powerful people in the building or else all of a sudden you're the squeaky wheel that doesn't get the promotion or doesn't get the big office. Right. That's the reality. You've got to go into a place like the CDC and set up structures so that there could actually be free and open debate. We never saw. Think about this. We never saw a high level policy debate once with anyone from the CDC over masks. Once with anyone from the CDC or all it was, was, you know, the scribes at the New York Times and CNN saying, oh, yes, whatever Fauci says, whatever Fauci says. Why? It was it was sheer madness. Never subjected to any intellectual rigor.
3: Now, what is going to happen, Buck, beyond a shadow of a doubt, is all of these people, they're they're basically acknowledging they were wrong. Now, they're claiming the science was changing. What they will say going forward is. We could have never known that it was okay for kids not to wear masks. We were trying to be protective. I'm just using kids wearing masks as an example. We can't allow that argument because the data has been quite clear on kids and masking for years now. So when they say, you know, I'll give some pass, even though I don't think you deserve it a lot. But March and April of 2020, in the immediate sort of frenzy of what do you do with COVID as New York City was dealing with uh, with their outbreak, but by May and June, the data was quite clear. Remember, even the uh, American Academy of Pediatrics, Buck, as soon as June of 2020 were saying kids need to all be back in school, and then they basically reversed themselves. But the science was clear. There's never a doubt. It's
4: been clear all along. Chet in Tampa, Florida, real quick, Chet, what do you got? I
5: got a feed on my uh, email a couple days ago, and there was a gentleman in Ohio said he went to a school board meeting, told him he didn't have any kids there. But he actually went against their surety, surety bonds. He printed out a bunch of leaflets for everybody in the audience that he was going to go to the uh, AG. And he was actually, if any kids ended up harmed, he was going to sue the school board against their surety bonds. The board tried to table that. Other people got up and started talking about the same thing. They ended up actually taking a vote that night and rescinded the uh, school uh, board or the school mandate for masks for all the kids in their district. I'm wondering if that might not have had an effect on the rest of these schools all of a sudden saying, okay, well, the you're off.
4: First time I'm hearing any of this. Clay, do you know about this? Uh,
3: No, I don't know anything about it, and I'm not an expert in what the legal analysis there would be either. Uh, It's kind of fascinating. If somebody's got some uh, articles on that, I'd be curious to read it, but I, I, I do not know anything about that.
4: Coming back here in just a few on the Canadian Truckers. Stick around.
3: Clay Travis and Buck Sexton.
1: Play for free at Luckylandslots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Boyd were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round.
2: We had a big bear of a man who was called Mal Evans. He was on Roadie. And uh, mm-hmm. I was coming back on the plane. And he said, will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. <laughs>